Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Yes, it is movie time. And Niall O'Brien is here to tell us what we should be watching. And this week, we're talking Shakespeare. So, Niall, Niall, wherefore art thou, Niall? Are you there? Oh, tis I, <laughs> beneath your balcony, stalking you like a creep. <laughs> How are you getting How on? are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. good, I'm good, yeah. Uh, now, we're very know, cultured this week. We are very cultured this week. It's not like us at all. Uh, but before we get to culture, can we? there's some fight and talk going on on WhatsApp on 086 800 658. You know, we started off Who's That Talking Now? It was a bit of fun for people. <laughs> and it's turning into, you know, it's like the Crips and the Bloods. It's becoming a real, you know, clash of the, of the ba- battle here. So I don't know how yeah, I feel about a, that. It anyway. is, it is uh, for people who, regular listeners will know what this is all about. Um, but if you've just joined us, I probably should explain this. Uh, every week, Niall gives us a lovely um, mystery voice of an actor, uh, you know, director, somebody in the movie business anyway. And uh, the listener, just for the crack, has to guess what it is, who it is talking. And each week, Jamie, the young book in Navin, and Eamon, slightly older <laughs> book in Trim. <laughs> more mature, we more should mature, say. More mature. Well, in trim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they each try to beat each other at getting the voice first. And last week we had a surprise because Jamie decided to challenge Eamon to a mystery voice-off, uh, which we are only too happy to facilitate. But <laughs> before we do, Eamon has, has a rebuttal uh, for young Jamie oh. on, on the WhatsApp. Here is Eamon. Uh, he sent this in to me earlier this week. Well, hello, Sinead. This is especially for Jamie. Well, Jamie, this is especially for you. It won't be like McGregor. There's no comeback. The gloves are off. Let's do this. The old way. It's pistols from 11 to 1. As Clint Eastwood would say, are you feeling lucky, punk? Well, are you? Thanks, Sinead, and I'll talk to you later, Eamon. <laughs> I love it. He's kind oh my of goodness. got a bit of uh, Clint Eastwood, Dirty Harry there. Oh, he absolutely does, yeah. And uh, you know, it's like twelve paces at dawn with the p- <laughs> pistols, but it's going to be well, maybe not twelve voices, but a selection of voices, and we'll we'll see who is truly yes the champion of this, that talking. Th- there is going to be a champion will be crowned next week, okay? Because um, I can actually reveal now as well that next week is the birthday of the show. The show was on the air two oh. years, so we'll have a bit of crack next week with Jamie. And Eamon in a mystery voice-off, and uh, maybe if listeners want to get involved, they could be Team Jamie or or Team Eamon, whatever you want. 
<laughs> we were all for it. Uh, but getting back to today, and let's see who's quickest today. Uh, <laughs> Trim or Navi? Maybe, maybe because it's going to be all about Jamie and Eamon, <laughs> we should just disqualify them today. Maybe? Yeah, actually, maybe. I don't know, whatever you think. Maybe, yeah. yes. Maybe we should disqualify the two of them for today. But you do yeah. have another mystery voice for us. And you know what? I don't think we need any clue for this today. I'm pretty no, confident. No, it's and it's always connected to something that we're talking about on the on the segment. So. Yes. Okay. So here is today's mystery voice. If you get if you can guess the the name of this person, you can send it in to us on 086 1800 658. I mean, I talk only in terms really of the theatre. It's not the business of you to show nerves to a house full of people who come to see a performance about something else. The answers always play nervous. Pu- there you go. There you go. Very, very easy. Uh, if you know who that is, 086 So getting all down to this now, because we are all very Shakespearean and cultured and all the rest of it. And uh, this week we're looking at All Is True. Yes. So this is uh, our random review for this week. You picked uh, what I can't remember what number it was last week, but it, it's the 2018 film directed by Kenneth Branagh and also starring him. Uh, so it's set in 1613. And it opens, there's a massive fire that destroys the famous Globe Theatre where Shakespeare, he was a manager there and helped build this and put on all his plays. Um, and it destroys the theatre. He returns back to his hometown of Stratford. And the film imagines him coming back um, to retire, if you like, after the fire in a, a, quite a while. And he has he's talking about his pension. He's thinking about his legacy, if you like. And he's... Hoping for, you know, just to ease into his his elder years. But there's a lot of long suppressed feelings that he has about the death of his his son, Hamnet, uh, 17 years previously. And also he hasn't like he's been an absentee father, really, to um, his two daughters, Judith and Susanna. And, you know, he's not been there for his wife, uh, Anne Hathaway. So there's a lot of conflicted uh, feelings there. Um, Yeah. So... they're not when he arrives back. Um, so yeah, we I have a clip here. Now, this is from, from a little bit later. Now this is really this shows. Branna is quite, I think, uh, subdued in a lot of this movie. But this is where he gets a bit of his fire going. Yes. Okay. Here he is in action. In all is true. Well, well, Mr. Shakespeare. How oh, very unfortunate. Seems your daughter's wedding was rushed for a reason, like your own, eh? The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Damn me, you Shakespeare's are a scandalous lot. Perhaps being an illiterate farm girl, your wife was unable to teach your girls morals. Well, well, must be getting on. Can't loll about all day thinking pretty thoughts like you poets. I must have business. Business, Sir Thomas. Yes, business. A large estate like Schalke doesn't want itself, you know. Oh, I thought you meant real business. Like building, owning and operating London's largest theatre, for instance. Actors, carpenters, seamstresses, crew to pay, bribes to pay, security to mount, politics to navigate. 3,000 paying customers to be fed and watered every afternoon. Each promised a spectacle greater than the last. 170 royal command performances for our Queen and our King. Have you ever considered the logistics of mounting the Battle of Shrewsbury in the banqueting hall at Hampton Court? Please don't. It would make you so tired. And yet in all the years that I have run my vast, complex and spectacularly successful business, Thomas, I have indeed found the time to think and to write down the pretty thoughts you mention and which in my experience bring immense pleasure to those who 
who seek mere diversion or respite from this veil of tears, without which it would all be about as pointless as... Well, about as pointless as you, Sir Thomas. Uh, by the way, the technology WhatsApp is not in All Is True, just... <laughs> Popped in there, so I was sorry about that. Uh, yeah, he does get very fired up. Uh, he does get fired up in that. He does, he does. yeah, and he, he has. I mean, this is one thing about Shakespeare. He was the son of a, a humble family. He was a Glover, I think his father was, and there was a whole scandal about his father owing money, and he he was a thief, and he was kind of ostracized. So he always had a little bit of a chip on his shoulder because when he became a celebrity, he went to London and he was rubbing shoulders with earls and and royalty and things like that so you get really get a sense of it i think in that clip you know oh you you really do i mean i think um if you're going into this expecting shakespeare and love another great uh, movie this is nothing yeah. like that movie it's a, it's a good bit more subdued and more real i think you know it doesn't have the kind of the too much theatrics let's say um there's a good dose as well we should mention of mix and fact and fiction it's kind of like you know what if Shakespeare, yeah. you know, when he came came, yeah. came home to retire, what if next kind of thing. And I think it's a great idea for a film, you know, what happens when a great man, a yeah. man who's hugely successful for his, his writing, his intellect, he comes home to this family who don't really know him, harbour a lot of resentment for him as well and kind of, they're inconvenienced by his return, let's say. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, and he's le- he, as, as he even says himself one point, he's lived too long in imaginary worlds he's created and not in the real world. And I think he gets a good harsh dose of reality when he comes home. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned as well, there's a lot of tragedy in, in his personal life, um, particularly when it comes to his, his only son. And there's eventual truths there that are revealed, which are, are quite sad. Um, and I think, you know, there's a great scene as well where he argues with the wife and, and daughters over whether, you know, about his grief and how he, you know, he, he, they deals basically quite, it, yeah, yeah, and how he deals with it. Yeah. And Judy Dent, she plays the wife, uh, she chimes in, well, weren't you writing The Merry Wives of Windsor, you know, when you were, <laughs> when he died? Time, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's fantastic in this as well. She's kind of the put upon wife, um, Anne Hathaway, which is kind of confusing because obviously Anne Hathaway, <laughs> the actor as well. Uh, she's unimpressed by everything, you know, uh, in this and she's she's fantastic. And again, Kenneth Branagh, you know, uh, although he has some questionable cosmetics uh, in terms of a fake nose. <laughs> this is what I this is what I call the Nicole Kidman, Virginia Woolf problem. Yes. She played Virginia Woolf with a, with a, you know, she wanted to look like the character and had this prosthetic nose. I There were times when I couldn't look away from Kenneth Branagh's nose <laughs> and helping, you know, your your engrossment in the movie. But, you know, they, they made a choice. So, yeah. And I, I like he, he he gets into it. It's Kenneth Branagh. He's well yeah. versed in Shakespeare at this at this stage. Uh, there's another great moment that I love uh, with Ian McKellen's character. He plays um, the Earl of St. Hampton. And um, basically there's a sonnet, sonnet 29, I think it is. And they recite it to each other. And it's a really good, <laughs> it's a really good scene, I thought. I thought it was, yeah, I thought it's it was brilliant. brilliant. And that's a, like, it's he's in it, uh, Ian McKellen for one scene. Yeah. And it's I think he's kind of channel, channeling the ghost of uh, Peter O'Toole, I thought, a little bit in this not oh, that he yeah. needs to channel anybody but I like that is a really good scene if, if you're going to watch one scene from it on YouTube then that's the one to that's watch. the one yeah it's extremely sentimental it's sad but it is uplifting as, as well in there and I think if you enjoy Shakespeare and you like actors like Kenneth Branagh and Judy Dench and you want to get lost in something and you will get lost in it because it's quite gorgeous to look at as well uh, it is yeah it's very well photographed yeah. yeah so I, for me you know it's not too heavy it's nice I think a little bit of escapism you know, a good solid three mm. I'd be given this.
Yeah, I think I liked it a little bit more than you. Now, the one thing I would say is that I found the daughter's story more interesting nearly than Shakespeare's, if yes. that makes sense. Yes, the daughter You know, I would have liked to have yeah. seen it. Well, certainly Judith, yeah, um, and uh, Susanna is the other daughter who's in a very unhappy marriage. Um, so, I, you know, I was kind of thinking, well, you, you, there's a really good movie to be made or story to be told from their point of view. And uh, like you say, Judy Dench as Anne you know she's held this family together while he's been off writing his plays and doing that and whatever uh, in London you know she is brilliant in this she's really good now the one thing I would say they've been very fast and loose with the casting here because yes um, Shakespeare <laughs> Shakespeare and Anna Hathaway they like Shakespeare was younger than Anna Hathaway yeah. but only by eight, eight years yeah Judy Dent is uh, substantially yeah, older yeah substantially older and Southampton was younger than Shakespeare so when you've oh, got that. Ian okay. McKellen, yeah, yeah. So there's a whole different aspect. I mean, this is why I think you said it's fact and fiction mostly. Yes, you yes. know they've kind of gone. This a... is these are yeah these are good actors to have in these parts. Let's just tell this story. But I would really recommend it. I enjoyed it, and there was dust in my eye at the end. Oh, was there a bit of dust in the eye at the end? Oh, okay. there was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a I'm a huge. I've been to Stratford on Avon. I've been to the. You're gone to me. No. Oh, you're there. Oh, you're back. Hey, can you hear me? No, no, something yeah. happened there. You Sorry. just had a little, there was a glitch in the matrix there. You're back. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> but you, you said you were explaining, Hello? you were explaining there that you went to... Oh, sorry, I was just yeah. saying... I've been to Stratford on Avon. I've seen his grave. I've I've seen the house and Hathaway's cottage. I've I've been to the Globe in London. I'm a huge Shakespeare fan. Ah, okay, so that's why. Uh, now, for people, oh yeah, just before we forget, uh, next week's selection is number eleven on your list there. Okay, number eleven, very different, uh, but from the same year, I think. Calm with horses, the Irish movie. Oh I don't, you yes, might have seen. I, I have seen this, this, but you know what? Right. I, I am delighted to watch it again. It, it's it's very yeah, very yeah, good. and I've seen it as well, but I think it'd be a good one to talk about next week. Perfect. Okay, so if you're watching along, uh, Calm with Horses for next week. Now uh, we have some TV recommendations for the weekend. There's lots of really, really uh, good movies happening. There's so many good films on the weekend. Uh, tonight it starts off at 25 to 10 on RT2 with Legally Blonde. I don't need to tell you about that from 2001. Elle Elle breaks up with her boyfriend and as revenge decides to get into Harvard Law School. (laughs) Fair play to her. Uh, Reese Witherspoon, absolutely iconic, iconic role as well. Yeah, really Really good. good. And then after that, you can catch on RT1 or, you know, you'd have to decide between Legally Blonde and The Late Late Show. But on RT1 after The Late Late Show, Almost Famous from 2000, Cameron Crowe's movie about a young reporter following a band uh, and writing an article for Rolling Stone. Um, And then on Saturday at uh, 10 past 11, Annie Hall, that's uh, um, Woody Allen's movie, really good and a really good cameo from from Christopher Walken as Annie Hall's brother. (laughs) (laughs) And then something a little more sedate on Sunday at 5 past 3 on BBC One, The Never Ending Story from 1985, which we have spoken about before in our uh, reviews Next Generation. Yeah, she gave it a thumbs up, she did. Uh, Now look, if it's very young children though, I don't know, like, because there's there, there's a little bit you of scary think it's things. Scary. A little bit. Maybe okay. here and there, depending on, you'll know your own child yourself. I think if your yes. child has seen, like, Avengers and stuff like that, you'll definitely be all right with the never-ending story. Uh, but that's a great Absolutely. one. Absolutely. 
And then um, also on Sunday, around the same time, if there's no kids, um, on BBC Two, they have a kind of, I would say, dad's afternoon. So at one o'clock, we have Le Mans from 1971 starring Steve McQueen. And that reminds me that we have a podcast that has movies. This is a movie, obviously, about driving. Yes. And we have a real take. And our, our most recent episode is about driving. So you can find that wherever you get your podcast by searching for the Real Take podcast. Um, nice and then straight it. after well that, done. a great... Oh, thank <laughs> you. Yeah. And then after that, uh, um, straight away on BBC Two as well, the movie from 1964 called The Train, which is brilliant. Burt Lancaster, Paul Schofield. It's about uh, the French resistance trying to stop a Nazi train that is full of art artworks that they're trying to smuggle out of France. Okay, I haven't seen that one. So, so if you've I must not seen it, one, yeah. it's really, it's, it's really good. Yeah, I mean, even if you can't watch it at the time, I'd say record it and then watch it afterwards. So. Fantastic. Well, listen, as always, thank you for jam-packed real reviews. We can reveal that it was, in fact, Judy Dench. Lots of people getting it right, including the people that we disqualified for this week. <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, thank you, as always, Niall, for jam-packed real reviews. You're very welcome. Talk to you next Talk week. Talk to you next week.